0: Welcome to the one and only Circle City Cinema with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin. Hello. Welcome back to Circle City Cinema, the final Mandalorian Monday night recap going over the finale, chapter 24, The Return with my good friend, the co-host of Linsanity. Bryce Shaddy. Yes.
1: Yes. And we've made it to our final Mandalorian Monday. As you mentioned, it will be missed, but it won't be forgotten.
0: It will be missed. We'll be back next season. Whenever next season is. Yeah, whatever we'll that back. is. <laughs> we'll be back in a year or two, probably two, the way the way TV works nowadays. but Yeah, right. Bryce, out of the three Mandalorian seasons, where does this stack up for you is it is it is it bottom is it middle
1: yeah i think it's gonna have to be bottom just by default just by default it doesn't contain the worst episode of mando you know in in the season or or in the entire series so yeah i think it's gonna have to go there not that it was bad but it wasn't the best, you know, we've ever seen. I thought one and two were really engaging. There were definitely some lulls in season three, just like every show gets. And this was just their lull season a little bit, but good story building. I will say that. I thought it was a little late
0: to climax. So
1: there wasn't enough time mean, to climax.
0: No, I agree with you there. But, but this season, you actually got Mandalorian lore uh, to the most to the biggest extent we've got so far. Um, I, I think season two is probably the best season and then I would go one and then three, not that three is bad, but like you said, it does contain the worst episode in the series. Uh, so like you said, by, by default, it ended strong. I think it ended pretty strongly, but, um, yeah, just by default, by containing the, that, that, that black eye of an episode, uh, You got it. You got to put it bottom, but uh, Moff Gideon. We'll give him a proper burial tonight. A proper uh, Imperial burial, rice. Uh, he 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 went back out. Again. He went out with a bang. Yeah, he did. Literally, quite literally, a bang. He was blown to smithereens, consumed by fire. Uh, consumed by fire, an inferno, destroyed the dark saber on his way out. Uh, took on. He went 1 on 3 against Mando, Grogu and Bo-Katan. Uh, but one thing it did, Bryce, it opened, you know, we theorized last week will him and Thrawn share the the villain throne and it uh, clearly that's not going to be the case. Clearly yeah, it's going to be no. it's going to be Thrawn.
1: Yeah, that's a no. no. Not happening. No. So, and that's okay. That's okay. Uh, because I think, you know, Thrawn is going to be a really good villain from everything that I've read and that you've told me. So let me toss this out at you, Zach. Theory. Oh, sure. Theory. I'm sure you've read. Have you read theories on this episode?
0: Uh, I mean, my timeline is a jumble of this stuff, so it's possible.
1: Okay. Have you seen the theory that the Moff Gideon that died was not the actual Moff Gideon?
0: Yeah, that it, it was a clone. Do you buy it? I I don't I don't buy it uh, because I don't really see where that would have been possible to happen uh, especially with the cloning facility destroyed by Mando I think in in this episode I think. Yeah yes it, it was. Yes it was. Um. Yeah I'm just not I'm not really sure, but... You know, we've we've seen... I mean, if you want to look at the sequels, I mean, we've seen stuff like that before where, you know, Snoke was a clone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's definitely a precedent for it, but it's an interesting theory. Uh, and there was actually... There's actually a uh, Jedi in the Thrawn trilogy of books who was a clone. His name is uh, Master Sebioth, and he uh, he's who Luke consults uh, when he's trying to rebuild the jedi order sebioth uh, doesn't turn out to be a a great guy but you know there's there's precedent for it in star wars there's no question mm-hmm. i think it's an interesting theory
1: yeah, but, yeah we'll uh, see i mean only time will tell but as of right now we're under the impression that he is exited the star wars universe
0: yeah, a clone or not, this one is dead. There's no question about that. He he's on he got grilled and he's gonna be the main dish at at the Memorial Day barbecue, uh in about a month or so. But uh the clones, the aforementioned clones would have been force users according to according to Gideon, and that's something we've really never gotten before. I mean, again, going to the sequels, you know, Finn, former stormtrooper, uh kind of force sensitive this would be the first time we saw an actual clone trooper if you will um use the force which is something that is very intriguing the force is just probably the most intriguing mythological thing about star wars is just anyone can anyone who can channel it is is worthy of using it so for a clone, even if it is from Moff, Moff Gideon's uh, facility, for a clone to be a force sensitive, I think could have been a could have been a good opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is anytime you hear using the force, your ears just kind of perk up, and to use clones and force in the same sentence is kind of kind of mind bending. You're like, how is that even possible? How can you even get them? to channel that and apparently Moff Gideon did it, did it, was it a bluff? I don't know. We'll never know now, but I mean, it it is interesting to think about. I mean, the, they could have wreaked absolute havoc across the galaxy if they had, if they had the clones that use the force. So dodge the bullet there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You, you could have booked, you could have gone on FanDuel and booked, uh, Imperial remnant money line if that if that had happened. <laughs> because my god. That took I mean it took a, a Jedi Youngling and two Mandalorians, uh highly trained Mandalorians at that to take down one of of these guys, the the actual Gideon. Uh I can't even imagine an, an army of them. So uh no, you could have you could have bet that you probably could have got that at big plus money on FanDuel. Absolutely, uh, but some feel good stuff to end the episode, to end the season. Grogu officially a Mandalorian and adopted by Din Djarin as his son. <laughs> Din Djarin loves a good loophole, doesn't he? He does. Loves he a does. good loophole. He'd be a great lawyer. He'd be a great yeah, lawyer. yeah he would yeah he would. I
1: don't. You know, Zach. I gotta be honest. I don't know how I feel about Grogu being a Mandalorian. I don't know how I feel about that cuz I feel like well, his destiny was to be a Jedi. So I'm I'm like mm, Well, if you be both. Price.
0: It is possible. There's one precedent for it where you know, the creator of of the dark was the only was the first and only Mandalorian Jedi. So now mm. Grogu is I mean, he's probably going to become the second um So yeah, there's precedent for it using that word a lot tonight precedent Next yeah there's a ahead. lot of precedence that's
1: right but, uh, yeah, cool, no, cool I'm scene with you
0: though. cool scene really cool scene uh, not gonna lie to you almost a tearjerker a little bit Mando, little bit. Mando adopting Grogu they've been all, through all these adventures together
1: it has so. been a long time coming hasn't it
0: it has been a long time. Well, and even Filoni's coming.
1: quote, I don't know if you saw his quote recently, though, Zach. They asked him if they were going, if he was going to explore Grogu's family ties, and he said no, because Mando is family. Ah!
0: What an interesting one. Well, that's line. the thing. Uh, yeah, and with the youngling, you're not supposed to know your family. I mean, you know, Ahsoka's never known her family. Younglings, it's kind of the, the uh, dirty ah, little secret about again. the... Yeah, presidents get. I mean, that's kind of the little <laughs> secret. The dirty little secret the Jedi Order doesn't want you to know is that they steal these kids Listen, it's from fine. their families, it's for a good from cause. their homes. It's for a good cause, okay. And they're like, yeah, he's Force-sensitive. Say goodbyes. It's fine. It's fine. Anakin knew his mom. Anakin's <laughs> from one of the few that actually knew his parents. Knew his mom.
1: Listen, but that's why he was a slave
0: okay. before that. It's not like his life was all... Rose so the sunshine before the Jedi showed up. So, the Jedi Council are, are children
1: traffickers. So be it. Okay. It's for a good cause. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. They're the peacekeepers to so the peacekeepers. That's right. Whatever. That's right. But now, a gra- great scene. Uh, you get best of both worlds right there. Um, and then Mando, the episode ends with Mando taking the job that was offered to him at the beginning of the season. As the marshal of Navarro, so nice uh, little spot,
1: nice little pad that that he got too.
0: A very nice little bachelor pad. Uh, Should have seen this coming. Should have seen this coming. Uh, that I, just like Grogu and Mando have been through a lot together. So of him and Karga, uh, just seem it just seems right that they are they're together and. I imagine that's where uh, episode or season four will pick up. Right where we left off here. But mm-hmm. let's get to things we've seen lately. Bryce. Succession. Oh. Succession last night. Uh, uh we'll just briefly we'll yeah. briefly talk about it. Yeah. Lucas Matson. L. Given yeah. fucked in the ass by by uh <laughs> By Roman Roy, he he deserved it. He deserved it.
1: (laughs) He's being a prick. He's being a prick.
0: He was being a prick the whole episode. He, he absolutely deserved it. He absolutely deserved it. He's a pompous asshole, and he shoved it up his ass. It was, it was nice. Was it the smart move? Uh, Time will tell. It plays. It plays. Gut gut reactions is probably not, but you know, maybe it plays. It plays. You never know. I mean, hey that, Roy. that wasn't the move, but it plays. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I thought it
1: was a solid episode. I, I love seeing Skarsgård on the screen. I just think he's he's just really good. I think he's good for the show too. But I mean big time power moves from the from the Roy brothers. Shiv being sneaky once again and trying to get rid of Tom.
0: Um, that's our only hope
1: fine it's fine if you want to fire tom it's
0: fine no Um, the ship's only hope is to be sneaky because she doesn't have a chance any other way
1: no it's true she doesn't she doesn't trust her brother still still think gonna save my energy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't want to take your thunder yeah i'm not i don't want to i don't want to steal your thunder from thursday night but i mean another solid episode i mean we're We're building, we're building into it. So I'm, I'm loving it, man. It's good. I look forward to it. I wasn't able to watch it Sunday night live, but, uh, I watched it today and worth the wait, worth the wait. Very good. Very good.
0: We are, we are building, we're trucking along in this final season, um, about a month left in, in, uh, the final season. So great stuff. Best show on TV right now. No, there's no, No question about that. Uh, right after succession checked out Barry episode three, uh, another one that's trucking along its final season. Bryce, I've told you and Caleb to watch it. Um, at this point I would just wait until this one's over. Uh, great, great, great episode. And then trucking along in Oz, um, on season four out of six, um, Really, really good stuff. I, I learned is actually the first uh primetime drama series that HBO had on their network, uh, which oh. I did not wow. know. Wow, that, that's that's pretty hard hitting, yeah. Big, big, uh, <laughs> big way to start. But Bryce Edie Falco, JK Simmons, uh, big names, really big names in this, uh, that got their start. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick just joined Christopher Maloney. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, big names here, big names mm-hmm. getting their start in the, in primetime drama. So I love it so far. Um, hoping to be done by the end of May, uh, and then move on to the the next venture. But uh, what else you got? Um, I really
1: don't have a lot. I know that uh, we will we will have something to talk about. Uh, the next time or the next time you pod, uh, as we're going to go see a movie tomorrow night. So pretty oh, yes. excited about that one. But uh, I really haven't seen much, man. I've been, been pretty busy um, around. I'm continuing Ted Lasso. I really love Ted Lasso. It's just an, it's, it's an encouraging show. I, yeah, I never watch an episode. I'm like, dude, I feel terrible. Like, I always feel good and and ready to take on the world when I watch Ted Lasso. Loving it, man. Absolutely loving it
0: yeah same Ted Lasso very quick to tie up tie up any loose ends. It was really quick to do that and really quick to resolve conflict. Um, one in particular still lingering um, but really, really great show. Every Wednesday I come home and I, I turn that on it's great. Uh, but the movie you're talking about, Bryce, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, which made forty-one million dollars in its opening weekend this past weekend. Wow. You and me and our good friend Cooper Ogle going to see this tomorrow night. And oh, I gotta boy. admit a little uneasiness goes this. Going I'm into this scared. One. Oh Just, I'm terrified. I the terrified. trailers are terrifying.
1: Oh dude, I'm so scared. I'm so scared.
0: Mommy's with the maggots now.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. But, like,
0: okay, all right. And it's only an hour and, right. and a half. See well, you guys, I can do it. See you guys I can do it. it. It's an hour and a half. I can do it. It's it's only <sighs> an hour and a half. I mean really underrated horror franchise. I mean, when people talk about the great horror franchise, I feel like this one doesn't get mentioned with the Halloween's and the screams and the, the Jasons. Or Maybe the because Street, there's I mean, not just, so many. Yeah, uh this will be the fifth one um but uh, i mean the original trilogy was evil dead one and two and then army of darkness really great i mean i mean there is some campiness to the first two especially uh i watched them i watched them all last october when i was attempting my one scary movie per day oh, yeah. <laughs> which i think made it about 12 days so it's pretty good though it's not bad. It's almost two weeks, but uh, I I did watch Evil Dead one and two. I like two more, uh, but one, you know, it's where Sam Raimi got his start. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this one. I it, it looks it looks terrifying. But I, Bryce, I want to give AMC some free publicity here from Circle City Cinema. Oh wow! Five dollar Tuesdays. Oh go go did. Five Dollar Tuesdays, a- AMC stubs. I mean, one of the best reward programs out there. Yeah, you can't beat it. It's outstanding. You can't beat it.
1: And they're they're always nice, and they're always it's a nice theater. I don't think I've been in a bad AMC, like a bad looking AMC. So, I, I always that's where I try to go first and foremost. It used to be Regal because um, that's what we had, and you know where I lived. So, and then AMC came along and yeah, that's, it was, it
0: was over. It's over. That's where I'm going. I mean, AMC stubs, like I said, I'm just going to plug it. I don't even care. I'm not even getting, God knows I'm not getting paid for this. I don't give a shit. I mean, AMC, (laughs) they're not not paying They're not paying me. They're not paying me and Bryce to plug them. I'm just plugging them right now. I mean, AMC stubs, I'm on AMC stubs premiere, which is like the mid level where you get billed once a year. $15. Fifteen dollars, uh, if you're looking to looking to join the program, it's only fifteen bucks a year. You get to go five dollars Tuesday nights, ten dollars Tuesday nights at IMAX. Um, you can order your food ahead. Uh, you get to skip the lines. Yeah, you rack up points like nobody's business. I mean, I could buy. I went and saw Ant Man. On a Tuesday night for fifty cents because I had so many reward points racked up. I mean, it's ridiculous. You get five dollar rewards for every a thousand points. I think that you accrue, and points super easy to get. I mean, you can buy. I think uh, if you go take a shit in the bathroom and use uh, one <laughs> piece of toilet paper, you get points for that. I mean, it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. What well, you, you can just get, you can just rack up points, but. Uh, yeah, going to see that tomorrow. Can't wait. A little bit of news, Bryce. Uh, not much. The trailer, I don't know if you care about this. I don't know if you give one shit about this, Bryce, but the trailer for The Equalizer 3 debuts tomorrow. The first poster for this movie came out today. This movie has been, mom, we've heard nothing about this movie. All I knew was that it comes out sometime this year. I know we're finally getting something.
1: Yeah, I just like make a funny of you because you are you are so on this franchise. Like it's a fine franchise, but it's uh, like, it's fine. I have no quarrels with it. But it is just not like top tier. You know, it's mindless. It's mindless. Denzel in the twilight of his career doing mindless action films. I'm sure, go for it, man.
0: <laughs> it is mindless. And Bryce, you know we got the playoffs going on right now. NBA playoffs. Oh yeah. Featured heavily on the network, by the way. Go go check that out. But yes. Insanity Power Hour hitting that up. Uh, but I remember in the 2018 playoffs, the Equalizer 2 got unbelievable press. Like they, they were they were doing commercials for it. And I was like, Dad, I we gotta go see this. Like we're just <laughs> just getting Denzel's and NBA commercials. We have to go see it. And we did. And it was a good, it was a good theater experience. Um first two were pretty good. This one, um, I imagine will be the same. Like Bryce said, just kind of mindless entertainment. Uh, I'll I'll be there. I'll be there probably on a Tuesday night, AMC. So save me a seat. Uh, Bryce, I'll let you take this one. I know you're looking forward to this one.
1: Star Wars. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it is Star Wars theme. So Return of the Jedi is returning to theaters uh, coming this weekend for its 40th anniversary. So um, I thought it'd be a really cool experience to go with my dad. So we are going to go actually on Friday um, and go see this. So I'm pretty excited about this. Just a cool I mean, he he went and saw it in theaters when he was a kid. You know, obviously I didn't have that opportunity. So this will be a cool bridging of the gap here. Maybe a cool experience. I mean, it's you know arguably what maybe top three or four Star Wars movie all time, uh, depending on how we have them ranked. So my yeah, second man, favorite. I am very much excited to go see this. Luke Skywalker, green green lightsaber. It's on, baby. Let's go. Let's Jabba. get it. Jabba Hill. Gary <laughs> Fisher, slave. Why? Yeah. I
0: mean, Hot. it's not, it's not the like, it's not the like Zach is I, I don't, I don't know. Hot. You know, the Ewoks, they got hate when they first, no, when they first no. premiered I and now stand now it. they're renowned heroes, but no, no, I'm serious. Return of the Jedi. I like, I love that they're doing this, you know, big movies like this. I mean, this movie just went into the film registry, I think last year. Um, It was the last of the original trilogy to be inducted into that. Um, But I love when they do this. They did it with uh, Jurassic Park a couple times. They did it with uh, episode one, I think, um, on the 10-year anniversary. So, no, I I like it when they do this. I'm going to go see it at some point in the theater. Uh, But I'm serious. It's my second favorite. It goes Revenge of the Sith and this one for me. I think it's the most underrated Star Wars movie. Um, I really don't get why it's just so overlooked, but I thought it was a great conclusion to probably a top three film trilogy of all time. Definitely top five. Absolutely. (laughs) And then Scream 6, which was released uh, a little over a month ago. Releasing tomorrow on paramount plus i saw in the theater i really enjoyed it uh i thought it was better than the last screen movie uh but bryce i know i know you're gonna be checking this out
1: yeah i'm gonna be checking it out because i'm skeptical i take uh i gotta see this this is one of the opinions that i have to see for myself um and come to my own conclusion so yeah i'll be checking this out at my earliest convenience whenever that may be so yeah, I'm you know I'm a big scream franchise guy. So yeah, of course I have to watch it.
0: You have to watch it. Uh, Paramount Plus, pretty good service. I'm been pretty oh, pleased yeah. with it. Um, especially their live sports, I really like that. Uh, and then Bill Hader, the creator of Barry, the star of Barry, working on three scripts right now, including a horror film that he will star in. Bryce, you, me, and Caleb have been talking off the record about just the struggles of the lack of originality in the industry right now. And, you know, that's going to be part of my, it's going to be a theme of my miss me award uh, shortly, but which I I feel like I've been beating this into the ground every episode, but it's, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. And uh, Bill Hader, you know, when you watch Barry, you're going to, you're going to realize how gifted this guy is and, how him being on SNL all those years kind of, kind of hid, hid that. Uh, I mean, at least from the dramatic side. So Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what he's working on. Really can't.
1: Yeah. Do you see this? Where do I sign? Where do I (laughs) sign for these movies? Yes, please. Absolutely. Bill Hader and a horror film. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah, originality, uh, big W for originality. I love that. Um, Yeah, I mean, you, you really have to appreciate the originals these days when they come by, you know. And we're seeing some in 2023, which I think is encouraging. But we still have a lot of remake, reboots, all that good stuff that are just totally unnecessary and not something that I just want to spend my money on. And it takes up theater space. So miss me on that, please. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh like I said we'll get to that in a second. But uh releases, you know, we're in the last week of April right now, so I want to hit some big releases for May. Uh we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Then we got Fast X. Uh Hypnotic, the uh Ben Affleck sci-fi movie directed by Robert Rodriguez and then which is only an hour and 20 minutes. Oh. Yeah.
1: That'll go to streaming so
0: fast. Probably. And then uh, the one Bryce is looking forward to, the most little mermaid.
1: Come on, man. Come on. Why? And I have to You're go going. because my wife is going to want to see this. So I'm going to have to go and sit there for two hours and 15 minutes. Why is it two hours and 15 minutes? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Talk about an hour and 20 minutes. That's how long the original was. Yeah, well, that's how long the live action should have been. Whatever, dude. Just whatever. <laughs> whatever. Well, that leads us into the Bryce Shatty uh please miss me award. Bryce, I'll let you take it first.
1: Okay, for my uh my miss me this week. And I'll make it short and sweet because I know Zach wants the tee off. You can absolutely miss me on Max. Leave it the way it was. <laughs> it's fine the way it is. And Zach makes a good point. Is all of our progress going be, to be pulled over? I don't know.
0: Yeah, what's going to happen to my continue watching list? Am I going to lose I my spot know. in Oz? Do I have to create a whole new watch list as well? I don't know.
1: But I'm going to tell you, I'll be highly upset. Zaslav. Just leave it alone. You have a good thing going. Don't ruin it now. Ooh, makes me mad. Anyway, that's my Miss Me.
0: It's a great Miss Me. It's been a consistent Miss Me candidate it basically since that was announced. the decision was announced. I mean, not only are, you know, we might lose our progress, but we're raising the price too. You know, if you want the 4K plan, it's going to be 20 bucks a month, which I'm going to pay like a schmuck. But I mean, to your point, <laughs> to your point, Bryce. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. I think most people would agree it's it's the best service out there right now. Um I told Alex this on uh, disgusting brothers, but I mean, it's just it's just a case of the new man, the new guy on campus trying to make a splash. That's yeah, all. Yeah, has to ha- yeah, yeah, whatever. Get out of my face. I agree. Uh my miss me uh let me get out my 9 iron here or my oh yeah let me let me let me get that out oh boy you're talking about originality here okay <laughs> amazon amazon here uh backing a magnificent 7 remake <laughs> why <laughs> fucking why? I mean we we got a magnificent 7. I, this will be the what? The the third remake? The second remake? I mean we got one back in like 2016 I think or 2017 mm-hmm. with Denzel and Chris Pratt and and all those people and now we're getting another one. I just don't I don't get it. Amazon. Amazon has all this money to make original stuff if they want and instead they're going to blow it all on a Lord of the Rings show, uh, we're gonna blow it all. On a Magnificent Seven remake, we're gonna. I just don't. I don't understand. Amazon, you know, they bought MGM. They have the rights to all these things, and I just feel like they're gonna r- remake all this shit. And it's just, it's just a shame, Bryce. And uh, it leads me into another studio, Disney. <laughs> it has been a frequent. Frequent flyer in this category. Frequent
1: flyer, here we go. Um, I, I know this has been on the pod before. I know for a fact.
0: It came to my attention today. We're getting a Moana live action remake. This movie's not even like <laughs> eight years old. What is it? I, what
1: was it? 2016? 2016, 2017. Yeah.
0: What the hell? What the hell are we doing? And we're getting a Lion King prequel. Yeah, 2016, about what <laughs> 2016. There you go, Lion King prequel. For what? For who's there to tell? It's it's animals. What am I gonna see? Why are we Dayton building the Lion King universe?
1: What do we need a Lion King universe for?
0: I mean, they got the most egregious thing they ever did was remake. I mean, they've done a lot of egregious things in this era. Making of remaking the animated classics, but you know the the Lion King remake they did. You know John Favreau, we 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 treat him like a god for what he's done in Lucasfilm, but let us not forget he directed the Lion King remake. He directed the Jungle Book pass. remake. They get a pass sometime. If, I mean, if you want to defend him for going for the check, that's fine. He certainly got the check, but <laughs> that movie. That movie, the 1994 Lion King, is, is just one of the great, I don't know, one of the 50 greatest movies of all time. I mean, it didn't need to be remade at all. At all. And Moana, I mean, like Bryce said, 2016. 2016, we're, that wasn't yeah, even. Already, this is the Rocks doing 100%.
1: Oh, needs what's another question? check. Needs another check.
0: And he's going to play whatever his fucking character's name was in <laughs> Moana. He's going to play him in the remake. And now, and it'll probably come out the same time as, I, I don't I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But the, the point is, Disney has absolutely, I think I used this term with on Disgusting Brothers, but they've thrown in the towel on trying to make anything original. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. I mean, just pull up a list of all of their animated films and... I mean, what, what do I don't, what, what can we make next? What can we make next? I mean, we're making Lilo and Stitch. That movie is barely 20 years old. Uh, Just fucking hell, dude. Fucking hell. It just, it's just depressing because this is one of the, you know, these movies they're remaking. They were original, they're original elite, stuff. Elite. We're getting, we're they're getting original. a Peter Pan movie this week on Friday. On, on it, Disney Plus? What does that tell you though? Disney Plus. What does that tell you? <laughs> it, can't it's just a, it can't be good. It can't be good. Jude Law who's border borderline washed up. I mean he's basically oh, begging come on. On. Oh, come to on. be considered washed up. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a Disney he's a Disney simp now. He he belongs oh, to Disney. Oh my man. gosh. He does anything Disney wants him to do. I mean, he's just, this is a guy, whatever, 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 whatever. Jude law. He's fine. He's a fine actor, but he's better than this. He's better than this. Anyway, that's why I miss me getting into the episode here. The finale talked about Gideon dying, but, uh, the best scene, Bryce, we have the duel with Gideon, uh, which was, which is basically in like two or three segments. We have Grogu saving Mando from the guards and then Grogu being adopted by Mando, which like I said, was almost a tearjerker. The waterworks are starting. They were starting. They were leaking. It was a leak. Mm. That's for sure.
1: I think I'm going to go with a duel with Gideon because you kind of have everybody on full display. And it was just really cool to see, man, is, you know, when all hope was lost, then Grogu would use the force and, like, move something or someone. It was just great. It was a great little sequence. well choreographed, I thought, too. That's my best scene.
0: You know, we said last week um, we've, we'd we yet to have a big Grogu moment where every season seems to have one one or two that you can point to and be like, yeah, this guy's going to be... A great Jedi someday. And that that was the one. That was the one. Um saving Mando, basically putting the finishing touches on Moff Gideon, who has really been his arch enemy, Grogu's arch enemy. Yeah, uh the whole series. One. Yeah. So I I'd probably agree with you the whole duel, just the whole the whole sequence. <laughs> um, but this episode was kind of weird in that where we only have three nominees here, but it was so action-packed. We didn't say how long this episode was. It was only like 35 minutes. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, shockingly. I though. think we predicted an hour-long episode last week, and that was not the case yeah, at They all. got the point
1: across, though. I'll give them that.
0: Oh, yeah, they did. They certainly did. Uh, blocking the back award, Bryce, for the most... You know, we got the NFL draft coming this week. Yes, we did. Yeah.
1: Oh, and there'll be so, lots of blocking the back uh, to give out
0: certainly blocking the back award season for that. Why don't you take this one?
1: I thought it was a pretty, pretty obvious pretty obvious one. Pretty obvious. I mean, it's it's Gideon going one-on-three against Bo-Katan, Mando, <laughs> and Grogu. I mean, to be fair, though, to be fair, it was one-on-one for a while. Uh, and then it was, you know, and he they was they doing he okay. On. He was holding his own. He was holding his own, and uh, he just got outmatched and outclassed. So why he couldn't have channeled the force like his clones, I don't know. I think that's something interesting to think about. But to go on in three with some powerhouse Star Wars lore characters now. Massive hell. And it ended in you being consumed in a ball of fire. So congrats.
0: And not only did you not call backup, which I'm sure you could have if you wanted to. Because most of your backup was fighting against the other Mandalorians, but it, like you said, you you go one on three against the title character. <laughs> his namesake, his his uh, Jedi youngling, and, who's been trained by Luke Skywalker, which should should be should be mentioned, and the heir apparent to the Mandalorian throne. I, I wouldn't suggest doing that again. But guess what? He's not going to get the chance to do it again because he's dead. He's dead. He's he's medium rare steak now. He's He's Goodbye. gone. Actually, Goodbye. medium well. Definitely medium well. He's, Most definitely. Hockey puck. Well <laughs> Hockey puck. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. Charcoal. <laughs> uh, Dylan Hughes... Slip in the DMs award for a cast, crew member, or character that you'd want to slip in their DMs and ask a, ask a question to Bryce. I'm going with the armor. You know, her knowledge of the Mandalorian culture is basically unparalleled. So I'm going to ask her. Yeah, yeah. How does no more dark saber affect the culture going forward, or could it even be repaired? Could you repair the dark saber?
1: That's an interesting question to think about because, yeah, it was kind of it felt kind of significant that it was destroyed. Like, unless it's just completely pointless, then you know, I I almost feel like it was completely pointless to destroy. Like, okay, great. You know what? What does that do? But I mean, I I think it would hold some significance. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put it in there. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. But I think that's a good question. I think it's a very good question. Mine?
0: Who's DMs are you slipping into?
1: Past Visla's son. He seemed oddly, ah. calm, oddly calm for his dad just dying. And, you know, he's now a Mandalorian. Maybe that makes him feel better. He's now, you know, a Mando. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. They they know him a Mandalorian, right? Or was he a... Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, see, I'm, I'm, I'm interested on that character development. Or if there will be any. Because that seems kind of significant, too, just to put it in there. Or maybe it's a loose end that they just tie up and leave there. I don't know. I think it's interesting. But how are you handling your father's death? And it's already been avenged, so you really have nothing to to go on except just the Mandalorian coat. So I think that'll be something interesting to to explore later on.
0: It's like we said last week, the vislas are one of the first families of, of Mandalore uh and we know we know they're gonna live on so i I agree with you i wonder where they're gonna go with that uh some questions bryce i have some hard-hitting questions okay big j journalism big j journalism put the hat on we have this one i think pretty obvious will thrawn be the main villain of dave filoni's movie i think so uh yeah i think it has to be has to be Unless there's somebody looming in, you know, you mentioned Skeleton Crew. You know, maybe somebody there, but I I doubt there's anybody who can rival Grand Ammo so I think that's an right. easy yes. What happens to Elliot Kane? We didn't really see her again after her boss was uh, barbecued.
1: Well, she's a leech, so whoever's in power, she'll leech on and try to make herself important. She's one of
0: those. One of those. But it is a good question. What happens? There what are other people. Yeah, the doctor. Is his mind just fried or is he going to recover? Mush. Mush leaking out of his ears. I mean, what's? <laughs> is he going to bounce back? Probably not, I'm going to guess. Uh, but there's other people in the Amnesty program. You know, possibly more Empire... Imperial sympathizers, you know, maybe, maybe she got to believe she'll, uh, take up Thrawn's Thrawn's cause, but I, I don't think we've seen the last for, no, definitely not. And then this one, the hard hitting question I was referring to, you know, this movie, this Felony movie is being billed as like the, basically the end game of this Star Wars TV Canon? Yes. So I think it's safe to say we're going to get a major character death. Okay. Who I, yeah, that's probably fair. I think these people I'm about to mention are the big five so far. Okay. okay. So who bites the dust out of these five here? We have Mando, Grogu, bo Boba Fett, and Ahsoka Tana.
1: Are there odds on these? There's got to be odds somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I know um, who I'm going with. I know who I'm going with. Okay, let's see if we're the same. I am going to go with Mando. It seems like uh. a very fitting end to that saga. The the character that they built. And it would be an epic death, too. Though. So. I don't think Felony and Favreau would let that character go without it being something that was meaningful and and lasting, mem- memorable as well to the to the Star Wars universe. A good, a a true like heroes goodbye, like a Qui-Gon Jinn, or um, you know, even Darth Vader in a way. So uh, you know the Han Solo treatment. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with Mando. Did I take yours? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, yeah.
0: You didn't take mine, but that's a good point. Um here's a here's a theory for you. Playing on your playing on your pick here. Okay. <clears throat> Mando goes down. They continue the show. With the newly anointed Mandalorian Grogu.
1: <laughs> you don't have to change the title. You don't have to change the title, but here's what I will say, Zach, and we talk about it all the time, don't we? We talk about when show when, when you end a show, when the right time is to end a show.
0: No, you're right. You're right. We don't want to overstay the welcome. No, and that would be the time. Yes, that would be it.
1: That would absolutely be it.
0: Well, my pick here is Ahsoka. Oh, Soska! Because she's been in all three phases. She's been in all three trilogy eras. You know, she was in the Clone Wars. She was in Rebels, and now she's in this era, post original trilogy. (laughs) Her arc would meet a perfect end, and who better to send her off? Than the man who co created her with George Lucas, Dave Filoni. Interesting. I think it would be I think it'd be perfect. I think it would probably be you know, for the longstanding Star Wars fans like us, I think it would probably be the most gut wrenching one, the most mm-hmm. heart- heartbreaking one. Uh but I I think it's probably going to be one of those two, right? So I think it's probably going to be Ahsoka or Mando. I don't see them killing Grogu. There's just too much there to still be explored. So I don't. There's no way. Bo-Katan, I feel like is just now getting what's hers, and then Boba Fett. I mean, they already kind of killed him once. So yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if they. I don't know if they want to it's, do lost that again, in, but... it's lost. It's lost. It's saber there. Yeah. So now, good picks.
1: Good yeah, I like that.
0: interesting. The big loser. I had a couple candidates. I had Gideon for you know, I don't know how many times we've said it, but he's the main course. And then I have the Empire Remnants that Gideon was leading. However, I, I think I'm gonna go with Gideon because the Empire Remnants, at least they still have Thrawn to fall back on. Gideon, uh he's done.
1: I have a different big loser. Other than wow. your your list ones here. I am going to go with still and still UFC style and still the biggest loser of the Star Wars universe. The clones. They can't take they see what's coming out. Man- Mando is coming at them, okay? Shield by shield. Right? With with, with his droid taking one down. You know what's coming and you still can't stop it. You still can't.
0: Hey, that was a cool moment in the cloning facility, where he goes up to the glass and one of them opens opens their eyes. That was pretty cool. It was cool. It was cool. But you still can't but stop what's coming at you. No, you can't clones, get a shot to save your life. The clones, the stormtroopers. Basically, if you're wearing that white armor, you're taking. You're it fucked. Out. Yeah, you're taking it now.
1: <laughs> so that's my and still the biggest loser of the Star Wars universe.
0: <laughs> And big winner. It's easy for me. It's just Mandalore as a whole. Mandalore. Oh, I agree. They vanquish their archenemy, and Gideon. Uh, they find a new home. They've come together as a people. Finally, it's Mandalore.
1: Yes, I no doubt about it, Zach. No doubt about it. Mandalore gets gets the big W. They get their world. They have their leader everything is in place to rebuild. We saw the plants, uh, you know, you can grow things on Mandalore. So it's good. I think the next time we see Mandalore, it'll be a very thriving community. Next, next time we see them.
0: I think so too. And that, that, you know, that could be a tearjerker as well. Um, place has been through help. They deserve it. Uh, before we go, Bryce, before we do some plugs, <laughs> I'm bringing back the wild card segment. Uh, oh boy, It's been a staple in the network on multiple shows. uh and've I've got three for you tonight. Again, wildcards for those who have never uh, experienced one. Wildcard is basically a question I pose to whoever's joining me. Uh, that has nothing to do with the episode's subject matter. So uh, this has nothing to do with movies. Nothing to do with TV. Nothing to do with Star Wars. Nothing. Nothing. It could be be anything. Uh, But I will say, a couple of them, two of them, have to do with what's going on on the network right now. So I'm going to start with my first one. What team, Bryce, would you rather be three years from now? (laughs) And these are three teams that had... Some very, very disappointing seasons in the NBA. All of them have talent. All of them have foundational players, but can't seem to put it together. Two of them because they're just historically incompetent. So we'll start with number one, the Atlanta Hawks. uh, Getting absolutely bodied in the first round of the playoffs by the Celtics. Should have been swept if not for the extender, Scott Foster. Uh, So we have the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, we have the Dallas Mavericks who didn't even make the playoffs and traded for the biggest cancer in the NBA, Kyrie Irving. And then we have the Minnesota Wolves, Minnesota Timberwolves, who gave up uh, basically a cloning facility for Rudy Gobert. So, Bryce, my question to you two of these teams struggling mightily in the first round, one of them didn't even make the playoffs, didn't even make the play in. Who would you rather be in three years?
1: In three years, I would definitely say I would say Dallas only because you have Luka Doncic, who is the best player um, on any of these three teams. And right now, I mean, there's a lot of role players around Luka Doncic that you can get off of easily clearing up cap space that you can sign really good guys, bench guys, another star too. you could absolutely do that with with minnesota you can't trade rudy gobert anymore i don't think you can win with win with carl anthony towns anthony edwards is the brightest spot on that team um but you're locked into that gobert contract through the entirety of it uh which is gonna take up a lot of cap space and then atlanta trey young doesn't even know if he wants to be there Dejounte murray loves to bump refs and get suspended so uh they just don't mesh well together. So if you keep them, I don't know what you do with that. You know, they've been wanting to trade John Collins for the longest time for God knows what reason. I don't know. Capella's getting older. Yeah, give me give me Dallas. I think they got you know think they City got Bay. Teacher. I do like, yeah, I like City Bay too. Bay. He ball, man.
0: Well the common commonality with all these three teams is within the past year they've made massive trades. Mm. And None of them worked. None of them worked out. The Hawks gave up the farm for Murray, which I think we all liked at the time. Didn't work. Mavs gave up quite a bit for Kyrie Irving. Didn't work. Might lose him for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Wolves, like you said, gave up. Uh, Mortgage their future for Rudy Gobert. After, I think, last year, everyone thought they had a very promising future. Well, they and dumb. they just blew it. They basically blew it up for one guy, and the wrong guy. Dumb. Um, so so dumb. I'd probably incredibly dumb. But again, Wolves historically bad franchise. So I I probably agree with you. I'll go with the Mavericks, uh, just because they have the best player out of these three teams. And the Mavs basically, since Cuban took over, have been a. Uh, very few years have they just bottomed out, so yeah. They've been pretty competitive ever since he took over. One of the most successful franchises, so I think they'll figure it out. Uh next one. Well these next two are actually start bench cut. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so we've got some suspect center play in the playoffs so far, besides Jokic and Embiid basically. So, I got okay. three centers here for you, Bryce. Like Start, it's bench, cut. all <laughs> Anthony Towns. If you want to say he's a four, that's fine. But I got him as a center. I'll rock with it. I am at a bio. He's actually playing right now. As we speak. And then our boy, our former boy. I still own his jersey. DeMontis Sabonis. <laughs>
1: Like just overall or in the playoffs right now?
0: Overall. Overall? Always overall. Okay. Um,
1: I am starting Domas Savonis because I know what he can do. I know what I'm getting night in and night out. I am going to bench. I'm gonna bench Cats, and I'm gonna cut Bam because I feel like Bam is has tapered off significantly. I really don't ah, like Cat because he never plays. It's... I don't like Cat because he never plays, and he's ah. and he's soft. <laughs> but but he can but he can light it up.
0: Oh well, he's the probably the best offensive, probably the best scorer out of these three. I mean, it was the number one overall pick once upon a time.
1: Yeah, great. We'll play. How about that? Play.
0: I agree. I would probably go, I would start Sabonis. I would, uh, I would bench Cat, and then I would cut Bam. I like Bam, uh, but I agree with you. He's kind of, he's been inconsistent. Uh, you know, I would expect him to dominate. Well, not maybe not dominate but play better than he is against Lopez especially given Lopez's age but exactly I don't know I don't know bam I think they could get a haul for bam I just don't think Pat Riley will do it uh and then the next start bench cut Bryce in the gaming world the console world I I think you you sent you sent a picture of a PS2 to I our chat yes I did <laughs> Brought back some memories. So, I, th- I think you've owned all three of these consoles, correct me if I'm wrong, but okay. Start, Bench, Cut, you got the Xbox 360, yeah. PlayStation 2,
1: yeah,
0: and the Nintendo GameCube.
1: Okay, I did not have GameCube. That's the only one I did not have.
0: Ah, okay. but
1: nonetheless, But nonetheless, I can do this. I'm going to start the Xbox 360 only because that was the first console that I bought with my own money, bought it refurbished from Walmart, believe it or not. And that thing lasted forever. And that was what uh w- w- that was the era of online gaming, playing with each other, that that really Let's talk to threw lot. us into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bench the PlayStation 2. That is nothing but nostalgia. Many hours on Battlefront Two, NBA Live of six, of Madden, yeah. good times, NCAA football. And I'm going to cut the GameCube. Maybe that's biased. I don't care. I don't think it can't stand up to those two though. It's impossible. Sorry. So there you go.
0: No, that's all right. I wanted to get one of each here. I wanted to get one Sony, one Microsoft, one one Nintendo. So I want I want to try and get one one of each of the big three. Um I did not own an Xbox. I've never owned an Xbox. I've always been a PlayStation guy. Uh PlayStation slash Nintendo. You know, I think everybody had a Wii. I think everybody had a Wii. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh goodness, yes. Uh everybody had a DS or a Game Boy, one of the two.
1: I had a Game Boy. I did PSP though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. PSP. I didn't have a PSP. Uh, I had a I had a DS and I had a Game Boy Advance SP. I had the Game, Game Boy
1: just Advance a regular. SP. I had a purple, original color purple Game Boy Advance. It was awesome.
0: Mm. Uh, my cousins had Game Boy Colors. Uh, one oh, of them had yeah. a, a yellow and another one had a, I think a purple. Uh, uh. But uh, yeah, DS, I had a blue one. My cousin had a red one. And we would... Uh, play Mario Kart, multiplayer. It was great. But I'm going to go, I'm kind of like you, I'm going to go by default. I'm going to start the PlayStation 2. It could be the greatest console of all time, Bryce. It's not it out of the could. realm to say that. It definitely could. It's the best-selling console of all time. Uh, and shout-out to the PS3, like you. Uh, it was the first one that I bought with my own money. I still have it right here. Looking at it right now. I'm actually looking at my PS two and three and GameCube right now. They're they're in my den uh, collecting dust, but I'll never get rid of them. Uh and then I'm gonna bench the GameCube because it was the first console I ever had. Uh my mom bought it for me when I was oh god. Very, very young. Couldn't have been ten yet. Uh, yeah i don't even know how young i was but first console i ever had uh tony hawk lego star wars Mm -hmm. uh, i mean what what else i have over here mario kart double dash nba live Mm oh three nhl oh three incredible hours hours spent on that thing Uh, and i'm gonna bench bench the xbox 360 Major respect to it. I just, like I said, I've never had an Xbox, so I don't know. I
1: understand. I understand. If you know, you but, know. Uh, I'll say it on that.
0: If you know, you know. <laughs> Great pod, Bryce. Great way to end with the wild cards. Plugs. Plug Sanity. All right,
1: Linsanity, Uh you, You've been on with us. We've been going through uh, NBA playoffs, mainly on the Eastern Conference side. Uh, we do touch on the West and my Warriors, of course. As you know, we got to talk about it. Very controversial subject, but nonetheless, we're having fun. Lucky it. again. Another episode coming at you. This later lucky on. Lucky again week. today.
0: No, don't oh, ignore it. Sure. You got lucky. Oh, sure. oh You sure. got lucky again. Here we go. Whatever. Here we go. The Warriors yeah. always get lucky and catch a break. You got Here lucky go. with an injury. Here we go. Now
1: my. The problem. best player don't in the series hurt. got hurt. Don't get. He's not the best player in the series. Stop it. Yes, he don't is. Dis- he has don't been. Dis- don't disrespect Stephen Curry like that.
0: I'm not. I'm not. No, uh, don't underrating Steph Curry again.
1: No, don't. No, don't play this narrative one of that we None underrated Steph Curry. I'm no, calling you out no. on insanity then for underrating Steph Curry. Joe. I'm not.
0: Joe. De'Aaron Fox has been the best player in this series. Wrong. Okay, that's fine. wrong again. That's fine. Whatever. <sighs> Are you talking drafts?
1: <laughs> um, we have not discussed it, but there could be potential for that. There could definitely be potential for that. Um, you know what else has potential, potential
0: for
1: uh, our our deaths? If we choose to blowing
0: guy. my head off on a pod, if we draft Will Levis, there's potential for that too. So yeah,
1: yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm nervous, I'm so nervous.
0: <clears throat> so be on the lookout for that episode. Could be the last one of Circle Z Cinema. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. I've been having fun on insanity. We got we Devin Voss on last week, like I think he said. Knicks, Bryce. Knicks. Pack your bags. You're going the next round. Nick's. Congrats. Congrats. You made a you show. got to eat on the Knicks. Um, and then I'm working, tentatively working on next week, the week of May 4th, <laughs> Star Wars Day. I'm going to try and get a third person to join us. Uh, if I can get a third person, we're going to do a Star Wars character draft that will hopefully drop on May the 4th. Um, so I'll be looking forward to that one if I can get somebody on board with us. Um, and then the Disgusting Brothers, we continue our uh, succession recaps every Thursday. Me and Alex will be be uh recapping this latest episode this thursday so uh be on the lookout for those be on the lookout for everything on the network and bryce it's been great it's been great this it season on been, Mando.
1: it has been another season down man good times we've been doing this for three seasons now it's been great
0: I think so yeah yeah it's been it's been great uh and as always folks thank you very much for listening